Hello, hello. By the way, how much time you got? All the time in the world. She says all the time in the world. Okay, good. Hello, hello, hello. This is another episode of the Mental Threats Podcast, the 80th episode and a special episode. I am interviewing the one, the only, Zoe King. What's up, what's up? What is up? That is, uh, yeah, what's up? That That's it. Um. Yeah, so it's like, um, Zoe, we've known each other f- yeah, that, that's her. She's known her. She's uh, I've known Zoe since like high school at Queens Grand days, uh, the 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 dark ages, so to speak. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, uh, what was your experience with that? I know it's like it's it's a weird transition, but like you know, from Queens Grand, I mean, a whole lot of friends you met, one lover you met, a lover that you've been together with for a while. I'm I'm related to him. You know him, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I know him. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. a little bit. But how was your experience at Queensgrove? How do you feel about that? Honestly, it's such a blur. I like I try not to even think about those days. In high school, is just very overrated because we think it's big in our lives during the time period, and then you grow up and you get out of high school, and you're like, man, that literally meant nothing in my life. But you know, you do meet people that you get to be friends with for a long time. But yeah, I really don't think shit about it until. Oh, I get a funny memory that pop up in my head every now and then <laughs> from my school. But yeah. That, that basically what it is. I so I guess you, you got the path of the less PTSD side of the whole the experience of yeah, yeah that that's that's yeah. wonderful. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. You know what else is a blessing? Uh still sticking with your high school sweetheart and everything and whatnot. Yeah. Tell me about that. How's that feeling? I mean, we just go with the flow. That's what we do. And here we are, years later. Six years later, to be exact. Six, yeah. Six going seven. Six going on seven. Six going like forever. <laughs> Six to infinity. And beyond. Nine, five to infinity. That's what it is. And beyond. Uh, shout out to Buzz Lightyear being in theaters uh, currently. That's the timeline we're in, just in case of anybody's, you know, checking in and be like, when. Well, there's obviously a date posted with this episode, but still. Anyway, um. But uh, yeah, so it's like dumb question between a you and Taurus and everything. Uh, since y'all mesh like peanut butter and jelly, which one's peanut butter and which one's jelly? Just a dumb question. It's more so like he's definitely the hot sauce, and I'm definitely the ranch. Like hot sauce and ranch together, just bon appetit. Oh, okay. Well, that's actually or actually uh, even better way to describe it. But if you had to describe which one out of the peanut butter and jelly, who's peanut butter? Who's jelly? I mean, I feel like you're jelly because your hair is purple. Yeah, obviously, I'm jelly because the hair is purple, and jelly is just a vibe. And he's peanut butter because Virgos are nutty. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's very, I guess, down to earth, and I feel like peanut butter is more, you know, down to earth, solid nutrition. <laughs> That's even better! Oh my god, why aren't you a rapper? Are you a rapper yet? Be a, write a book. Write a book right now. Maybe I will. What are you going to write a book about? I don't know. Being a Beyonce fan? <clears throat> yes. There's already probably books on that. <laughs> All the Beyonce stands out here. It's like, I need to document what this person has done for my life. Yeah. And for real, like stuff like that. But back on the whole Queens Grant jump, because I don't want to deep, dwell deep in like the whole high school experience at any chance. But, you know, a highlight, you know, from your life and high school career wise, I saying high school career, like, you know, I'm sounding like I'm like, what is that? Anyway, but like from you meeting said uh, high school sweetheart, uh, Taurus by the name um, and everything. And I. Given all my details. Yeah, I'm not. I don't mean to be giving all that giving detail. All my details out to the public. 
Hey, I'm trying to make this podcast reach 30 minutes to an hour, some way or another. No ads. It's gonna happen one way or happen. Anyway, but uh, not to try to lay all the all the details basically, but y'all basically had like what a Spanish class together. Yep, Spanish classes were all happen. That is so cool. That is such like a peripheral ass class. Like it's totally like it's like oh yeah. Were you really planning to like learn learn Spanish? Or was it just like another class? Um, I mean, I wish I knew Spanish because. Americans look dumb only knowing one language, you know what I'm saying? And no, feel kind of like, I don't want to feel privileged going somewhere else and only speaking one language. I think that's lame. So I really wish that I knew Spanish, but I never really got into it in high school. It's just for the grade for me. And that sucks because like, that's our mentality, like in the school system to just like, oh, well, it's a class. Okay. And it's just like other countries be knowing English better than we do. Too. Like Netherlands. So many countries know English and you're like, like they just, they just know it. And it's like, we look stupid for, you know. But we look successful too because a lot of the reasons why other places know our language has a lot to do with the syndication of our television programs. And stuff of that nature. Like I know there was like one uh, Hispanic or celebrity. I think what was her name? I think she was an orange. This new black. Uh, she's the Mexican girl, the young Mexican girl. I, I don't know her name off the top of my head. But it's like anyway. She said like she used to watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air and everything. That's what helped her learn Spanish. I mean English and everything. That could be her. It could be someone else. I just know some of them say. What you said, kind of English, is very dominant language. In the media. Hmm. I wouldn't say the world, but. In the media. In the media. In the media. In the what? In the media. In the media. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but it's just like nothing, just a little banter right there. But um, but yeah, back on the clip and everything. I know like like how Torch would describe it. He said because yeah, y'all just shared a whole lot of interest and in everything, like music wise and hip hop and everything. Uh, does this concur? Love and hip hop. <laughs> yes, love and hip hop. The Spanish class with Miss Delamora. And that the I had Miss Delamora, right? Um, it was that first chick, that f- the Spanish one. I wouldn't remember. Never took Spanish. <sighs> Anyways, she was irrelevant. She was rude. Yeah, Spanish class. And, and y'all still found love anyway. Still found love. Shout out to the irrelevant uh, Spanish-speaking teacher, Spanish teacher of Queens Grant. That's not Miss Delamore. Yes, we're hooking that up. Um, so it's like, uh, so yeah, y'all just talked about hip hop and things of that nature, and that's what the little guy shows. Like, oh wow, this guy likes hip hop, and I like hip hop. That's that's where it's at. I mean, I guess in the to sum it up, it was just like we had similar interests in common. Like, oh, you know about that? Yeah, I know about that. Oh, you know about that? Oh, oh, you know about that? Yeah. And don't mean to brag or nothing like that, but I, I feel like I might have put on Taurus onto a lot of his interests, too, to a certain degree. I mean, yeah. I mean, he definitely gives you credit for it. To a certain degree. Me, I had to scavenge that shit by myself, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're the scavengers. Hip-hop scavengers. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it all started, my love for hip-hop really started when we were all kids and everything with, like, the BET. But they had it on TV with, like, Ludacris and Missy Elliott and everything. And I thought, like, wow, that's cool. That's that's fun. And I thought it was just fun, but I didn't really look deeper into what hip-hop was until middle school when I had, like, the Tupac CD and everything. Half the Tupac CD burnt into my MP3 player because I didn't know how to put any more songs on it. So it's just that was all I would listen to forever and uh, throughout that time. Um, and that's what I just kind of want to 
put me into that career path too. So I guess I just kind of, as I was going through that path and everything, I Torch was just kind of listening to a lot of things that I was listening to. And I was putting them on, like, oh, the old Torch, check out this. Oh, Torch, check out this. Oh, Torch, look, it's Busta Rhymes. Hey, old Torch, remember this? So it was just like, it was just right. going on and on. And then he would put me on to some things too, which I thought right. was pretty cool. Like, he put, he put me on to Kyle, I think. Kyle, yeah, he did have a Kyle phase. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Kyle? <laughs> That was a Kyle phase, yeah. What happened to Kyle? He definitely just, I feel like, fell off the face of the earth. I mean, I don't think it's a matter of just falling off and everything. It's just like, you know, I guess like when he was on Wild Out and then they, like, Michael Blackson said he looked like a concussed Drake and, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that just did it for his career. He was no, like, nah. No, no, it wasn't y'all, that. Y'all got me. Y'all it wasn't that. It. it was just like, it was just hard for him to find his own type of identity. Because he had it, but he just. Damn. You said he roasted him, but I think I'm not trying to him. roast, dude. It's just, Cause I like Kyle too, but I can understand why a large audience wouldn't like, you know, be stuck on him. You know, like when they have a logic out there for the whole video yeah. game aspect, yeah. and then they have a Drake out there for the whole feelings aspect. And he was a great mixture of both to a certain degree, but it was just like it was just not pushed as hard as like you know like yeah. marketing brand you know like it's yeah. just I I still listen to the the song Remember Me and everything from time to time it's a nice nostalgic song to listen Definitely to Definitely nostalgic for sure because it was just so long <laughs> that was such a crazy time I wish I had a car during that time and everything I just bump it in my car right but yeah but yeah but anyway uh yeah it's crazy i used to saw that whole as like a Kyle face because I'd never hear him talk about Kyle at all <laughs> exactly. Not even one time. I, I'm gonna just ask him about it just to just to see what but he I says. Think, if you think about it, I think Kyle only was a phase. Cause think about it, he was did something and now he's not. So him himself was a, was a phase. Yeah, and that sucks. Cause he had really good music and everything. It was just like you kind of had to dwell it into it yourself. You know, last time I saw Kyle was when he was open up for Logic when I was working for Live Nation. You remember when I was working for Live Nation, right? No. You don't remember when I was working for Live Nation? I worked for Live Nation for the summer in 2017. Summer 2017? Yeah, I was like showing showing up to concerts and everything. That's what's up. That That's was. something I always wanted to have that kind of job, but then... Yeah, you would have loved it, but I was a parking attendant, so it's like I had to like really make the job like really, really in between the concerts. I had to really make fun for myself, yeah, definitely. Cause like the people there were like they're they're okay, I guess. Like some of the people were really, really cool, but it's like even when I was out there with them flags, I was like I was really on my like marching band type stuff. I was like, like you know, like that. Yeah, serving them the right hand. Serving them the parking spots. Yeah, serving them the right hand of Live Nation's interest and. I don't know, like them getting parked well. That's that's that was my energy. That was where I was putting all my energy in. Like you're gonna get parked today, very well, at Live Nation. All right. Um. So it's just like, um. Yeah. So like back into like the whole like uh the whole Spanish class thing Jeez. and whatnot. Okay. Like what? We're Cause I'm trying to make it interesting and everything, and it's always say like, oh yeah, like he likes stuff and I like stuff. In the yeah. end. That's it. That's. I mean, like, no, neither of us had a, like, had an interest in having a relationship. I mean, we was young, like, I don't know. Relationships don't come to you when you want it, you know what I'm saying? They just come when you don't expect it, and that's going to be the best one. So it, it was never, it was never, like, planned or, yeah, we're this, yeah, we're that. It just was, like, we just kept on going with the flow, staying with the flow, and it just... 
we just keep keep keeping on and here we keep keeping on six years later see that's an even better answer because i was like oh wow that actually does make sense that's cool that is that's really really cool and like i know it's like i know y'all your family loves tours a whole lot like a whole whole lot and everything what are they, what do you think that they love the most about tours oh my gosh i don't know you don't know it just comes back to him being like down to earth and stuff of that nature yeah probably he's just a cool dude yeah <laughs> that's i'll be thinking you'd be on here just bragging about it like yes yes he's like this guy and he's like so awesome me I thought, like, maybe you have, like, that energy and everything. Okay, like, yes, but, like, not publicly. You know what I'm saying? Not, like, yeah. I really don't put my relationship on blast to the public. And because why? Because anything you put out in the public, people, that gives people reason to say something. Oh, yeah. About anything. That's why I don't be putting shit on social media or Instagram, nothing like that. Because nobody needs to know. Like, my business, especially my personal business, our personal business, like, that's not for them. Because you see other people out here, like, acting a fool, like, being so so in love, whatever, on the gram. And then next week they post in, they sad song lyrics. And it's just, like, gives people a reason to say something. And it's like, why? Why would I let them do that? They don't need to know nothing. Don't nobody need to disturb my happiness. This is the most Aquarius thing ever, <laughs> to be honest, because she's not wrong. That's actually the truth. And I, I, forgive me for even trying to, like, you know, what's that word? Pry. Is that it? Pry? Is that the word? Yeah. For, forgive me for prying, madam. Um, but it's just like, you know, it's just, I was just curious is all this. Not, not too, too curious, but just like curious and like your, your viewpoint in regards to those situations. But if we were to switch the viewpoint, cause you know, like you, you like music and stuff of that nature. Uh, one of your main idols, I'm, I'm saying idols very loosely because I don't know what it, what you call it and everything, but you really, really love Beyonce, correct? <laughs> That's correct. What, why, 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 what, 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 what does Beyonce mean to you? You really want to get, like, you really want to get into Yonce, the queen? Like, you really want to, you really want to talk about it. Dude, we're just 14 minutes into my podcast. Like, you know, I no, do no, this no, for, I'm, I'm saying, just saying. Like, we don't talk about it. Yeah. Are you ready to talk about it? Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm down for talking. That's why I do podcasts. Mm-hmm. What does the queen be herself mean to me? Well, does it have anything to do with honey? Honey? Yeah. I do like honey. Especially on my peanut butter. <laughs> really? How'd it taste? How'd it taste? It tastes good. You should try it. That's, yeah, I'll try it. <clears throat> so, what does Beyonce mean to me? Yes. So, I feel like there's a standard of women. Okay. And she's just like the elitist. The apex. <laughs> the apex of a woman is Beyonce. And that's, you know, definitely bold to say because we don't really know anything about her personally. Because mm-hmm. she's basically been a star her whole life. And thinking about it like that, I'm sure that she probably has her own self-discovery issues, you know, being a star her whole life. And not knowing who she really is, we're only going to know who she per- portrays to mm-hmm. the world. But... um. What she represents is a apex in femininity. I've always, coming from, like, a strong line of independent women and, like, I don't know, I just feel like Beyonce always preached being an independent woman. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what I preach to other women is to be independent. And that's what's so important to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I was coming of age in my high school, middle school years, like I was really into Beyonce and I was just really feeling like everything she said. And she just hits different aspects of being a woman Mm -hmm. and... Dif- also different aspects of a relationship. Mm-hmm. She really hits all those. And especially like the whole Destiny's Child, like the way they sing about love and made music about love and relationships is not how they make it about today. Like they mm-hmm. really hit different levels about it. Like today it's either about like, you know, making love or... <laughs> making love, that's funny. Quote unquote making love. It's literally about making love or like something negative yeah, like, like you know what i'm saying like, oh she cheated on me and yes, now i'm mad i feel like it's literally this or that but with them i feel like there was multiple levels to it yeah. talking about relationships yeah like expectations consistency um matters to standards in regards to like uh supporting uh, your partner and stuff of that nature like they touch on all those platforms basically and that's why destiny's child and even beyonce has such like a longer lifespan than a lot of these other artists because they don't really ground a lot of anything you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying yeah, definitely it could her being a, v- a virgo and uh taurus being a virgo you think that's related or it's just it's just coincidence it's just coincidence it's a sign of the gods sign of the gods <laughs> The Zodiac Gods. The Zodiac Gods. But, um, yeah. And I also feel it's, I would, I definitely don't think that she's self absorbed. But it's like also, they literally call her the Queen Bee and she literally doesn't have to do much. Like, people just fall over her just because she's Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? It's like, She's definitely an icon for sure, yeah, sure and has worked for it. But that's what I love about her is just preaching to be an independent woman and how you got to hustle for it. No, seriously. It's like like her and Michael Jackson just have that same lifeline of just like, yeah, they're both Virgos and everything. But it's like something about like them working hard and everything and staying consistent and everything until everything's like perfect. They're they just awesome. make it good. Yeah. Like I said, they're both stars their whole life. Yeah. So they kind of. Michael Jackson when he was younger, Beyonce like was a little bit older before you know she started. Well, I mean she yeah, was singing, but yeah, she, but you yeah. still see like those clips surfacing of her when she was like yeah. little, like girls' time, and she was doing like those little competition things. Like so, she wasn't big she was. as Michael Jackson when he was little, but she was still. The timelines are still similar. Very, very so similar to a certain degree and things of that nature. So it's like when you first discovered Beyonce, or if you can even remember, because sometimes you could be so entranced into some kind of interest. Right. Eh? But your first, your early memories of Beyonce, uh, how did like that kind of like impact you? Like, oh, wow, look at this person. She's so amazing and blah, blah, blah. Early images of Beyonce. If you can remember. <laughs> right. I'm trying to. It was definitely, I think I went with the order of it i was definitely into a destiny's child Mm -hmm. thing first Mm -hmm. before it was just a beyonce thing um so i would say that i was more into destiny's child first and i don't really know like 
how did it evolve into right. like you know just like, it just became started it just all the songs just started hitting like me and myself and nah it's like, that's oh, my favorite yeah. beyonce song love that song see independent woman me myself and i girl that's all you need like that's yeah that song right there is definitely top tier i don't know why i don't know why that song is just so uplifting but it just is like for some reason like you and that could be applied in so many aspects of your life it doesn't even have to be like a relationship type thing it could just be it could be just like leaving like a group of friends or whatever and just going about your own finding yourself and everything the key word is independence like how you say and there's no better strength than learning to rely on yourself and everything and that's that's why i feel like a lot of the things that beyonce represents and stuff of that nature. Yeah. How do you feel about her Lemonade project that she dropped, you know, after, like, issues with Jay-Z and stuff of that nature? That one, love that album. Love that album. Because with each song, she hit on different emotions and feelings of being cheated on. Yeah. Like, going through a tough time in a relationship. Like, she, she hit sorrow sadness how she wanted to work how she was mad angry and then like coming out of it feeling like a bad bitch after it like i feel like she hit all the elements and she you know it wasn't like a project for us it was a project because she needed to create she needed to release that energy she needed to get that out she wanted to create being her full element as who she is as a person as an artist Mm. And that's what artists do, express their emotions. And she really needed to express those emotions to feel relief. And she made it into something beautiful and made a whole visual out of it. Like, Lemonade, I was on to that heavy and the whole visual and everything. So. So in regards to the whole Lemonade concept, do you know why she chose Lemonade out of all the drinks? Like, uh, you know, Dr. Pepper, she could have called it um, water. She could have called it pink lemonade also. I'm just saying, like, why do you feel like lemonade specifically? What is that? What do you think that, mean, that meant, like, creatively or style? She just, she just picked that? She just, was she I picking mean, that? it's definitely, I think, in relation to when life give, gives you lemons, you make lemonade. When life gives her heartbreak, you got to make the best out of it. That is crazy deep. Damn. I mean, I'll be like scratching my head over all the time. Like, what? Did she just, did she drink that after she she got her heart broken? Or was she in the studio with that the whole time? I think, you know what? Lemonade. That's lemonade. it. That's the name of that one. I mean, no, I don't, I think there's more to it. And I think more towards like lemonade to her. Mm-hmm. Like she probably grew on it, grew up with it or something. But no, it's, I think it's definitely deeper. And it's probably even deeper than that. Like, unlike Jay-Z, like where he, you know, his response, well, not, he didn't feel the need to create 444 because of Lemonade, but at the same time, I think that he did feel the need to respond to it. The process, the shame, and the guilt. Yeah. And also, like, oh, like, you made this whole ass glor- glorified album. Like, I should probably say something, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not for the public, but, you know, the people's picking up what we're putting down type shit. But with 444, he woke up in the middle of the night and looked at the clock and the time was 444 and that's like he woke up with the thought to come up with this album and to create this project and that time was 444 and that's where he got it from that is and four is also symbolism in beyonce's life Uh um her birthday and her engagement and like multiple things in her life she has it tattooed on her so it's also in relation to 444 and 
Beyonce. The universe just keeps on universe, and man, it just, it just, <laughs> what is going on? There's too many coincidences here. Yeah. But that is so cool, though, because like 444, I do be checking it. When it first came out, I just kept listening to it and listening and just kind of absorbing it and everything. Mm-hmm. I could kind of feel like Jay Z, uh, not on the sense of just like, I'm not some cheater and everything or nothing like that. And I didn't get beat up by uh, the person I was cheating on's uh, sister in the, in the elevator and nothing like that. Right. Uh, well, beat on. I don't want to say beat up, beat on. Let me just say beat on because, like, you know, Jay Z right. didn't retaliate. But, um, yeah, but it's just like the whole thing of processing certain shame and guilt. Like, every, every, every black man, and everything, everybody just in general goes through something where they did something that they weren't proud of. And maybe they reach a stage where there's just like, you know, he is getting older and everything. So it's like, you know, his, your priorities do have to realign with the stage you are at in life. Right. and everything so it's just like you know it was a growth album it was a coming of age album in his sense not in the sense of like a teenager to an adolescent but in that sense yeah. of just like his own spiritual adolescence he had to grow no, into actually, like an adult like he came from new york he did the whole you know on the streets thing the whole rapping thing like that was a whole segment of his life and now he's come to this life where he's got it made he's literally got freaking beyonce as a wife like how does it get better than that like Y'all make millions and millions, and when she said my great great grandchildren already rich, like, no, really, bro, that's a blessing. <laughs> Wealth is such a but, blessing, bro. Like coming from like you know in New York streets and everything, and, and like I think he stabbed his brother at one point in his life. Right. So yeah, and now it's like you're like now you're seeing us like this dad figure on the Lakers with with Blue Ivy, right. trying to be an embarrassing <laughs> dad. It's like oh, dad, my hair type, you know. So just, I think he like had it. You know, he came from the struggle and he had it made through his life. And, you know, has it made, but then realize, oh, you can still fuck up. You can still fumble the fucking bag, you know, fumble Beyonce. Like, so what you said of coming of age type, he was like, you know. And it's not just coming of age, but it's just like, you know, even like in regards to that Beyonce situation, it's just like, it's not even in the matter of fumbling Beyonce, but just like it's coming to the realization like, wow, like things is really, really real right now. Because sometimes life can go so fast that you don't even realize like really where you're at and everything. Like right now, like literally with all the time that went in the past five years of my life, like literally from high school to CPCC to having issues, going to Rowan to Cabarrus rebuilding myself going in the an nccu finding myself there academically and then here i am at this spot basically trying to make life after college and everything for myself and even doing stuff like the podcast getting back into doing music again uh you know life can go very very fast you know and it's just like you know like you really got to slow down and really really realize all the gifts that you have in your life whether it be from your family members your friends that you made along the way and everything the people that that you know uh that you that that you made connections to that become a, a more positive influence on your life and stuff of that nature so it's just like you know it's very hard for a lot of people to kind of get out the mindset of where they were at were in trauma or just in a certain area like you know how, like even some war veterans are still have ptsd over like you know things that happened in the war um and everything you know that's just how life is sometimes when you're stuck in like a mindset or a reflection of yourself it's hard to really grow uh, and really change your nature to a certain degree you know a lot of people can do this are capable of doing this like robert downey jr for instance dude was going crazy 
And it took like a cheeseburger <laughs> from Burger King to be like, you know what? I need to get my life together. <laughs> and next thing you know, you freaking was the first Iron Man on screen. And then made the whole MCU what it is today to the point where it's just like, you know, the standard is set so high that people are kind of iffy about the whole phase four situation. So that was all him. So many people paid, so many great movies, so many things a lot of people didn't see coming. And I'm a comic book fan myself, and I felt some type of way when Disney bought Marvel and everything. Now where we're at now, it's just like, bro, like this was a blessing in disguise now. Yeah. So it's just like, it just shows that time, everything, like time doesn't wait for nobody and everything. So it's like, you got to really adapt to the change and really take the s- steps to change as much as you can type. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why I know I'm kind of lingering more on a Jay-Z thing since we're <laughs> yeah. like, we're supposed to be talking about Beyonce, but it's just like, you know, that's her, that's her again, or Yang, or I don't know what side, who side's called, but it's like, that's her other half, you know, yeah. to an extent. And like literally their relationship literally produced two albums lemonade and 444 that's definitely going to be on the vinyl eh, stuff that we're going to keep in our closet talking or grandchildren or great-grandchildren about for years to come if they care about stuff like that you know those motherfuckers gonna care (laughs) i'm gonna make them care yeah man so you better care this is tupac this is (laughs) jc not for real no but music is gonna be different like in the years to come and everything they just keep changing yeah i'd be thinking about that and how do you feel like music has changed, like from like some like the seventies, eighties? I know you we noticed. Talk it. about music changing recently. Let's talk about this year alone, okay? Yeah. Okay, we'll spin it back to the Beyonce thing. You know, she's finna drop her new Renaissance album, and she released her little single. You won't break my soul. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's very much like. It was like a house music kind of song, and you know everybody was on Drake for releasing a house music kind of thing, and it's. The way I feel about it all is that the artists, they not, they not giving us what we want. They finna give us what they want to give us. Because when you're that elevated in your career, you when you're Beyonce, when you're Drake, when you're Kendrick, it don't matter. Like, people are going to... Chris, regardless. Right. People are going to listen. Either they're going to get all this good. Mm-hmm. It can go up or it can go down kind of thing, but it's going to get, it's going to be recognized is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, um, so that's definitely the theme of this year is the artists are giving us what they want to give us. So if they feel in house music, they feel in vibey in their adult life, then I guess we finna have to rock with it. You think, you, know, you think I have a theory for why we're going towards the house music, you know, direction. Because, you know, since COVID, it's pretty much, you know, we're kind of outside now and everything. Some people wear masks, some people still don't. I don't you know why. we're about to have house music because we've been in the house? <laughs> no, no, not that. I mean, because house music is for, ain't house music just for the clubs and stuff like that to a certain, I mean, like the oomps, oomps, oomps stuff? I'm not dancing to that in the club, but, you know. Hey, they're, they're trying to move, like, they're trying to push that genre to that, you know, aesthetic, because music is all a genre and all about good feelings and everything of that nature, so it's like, we're in the 2020s, and there was so much negativity just in the beginning of the 2020s yeah. from the COVID thing that happened literally at the break of the 2020s, spring of 2020. And, like, to this point where COVID's still kind of out there, but people are now focusing on all sorts of dumb stuff, like uh, the situation with Roe versus Wade, um, and just, like, you know, all these mass shootings, which is just, like, there's so much negativity. People were, like, yeah, you got to switch people's energy to, like, focus on things. I feel like that's what 
people are having issues with, especially with Drake and everything. People want Drake talks about like you know heartbreak type music. You know, sometimes he'll rap some hard stuff. Sometimes I personally like his like uh, if you're reading this is too late. You know, uh, project that's a great project if you want to go for rapping. I like it. I didn't know how much I liked it until I listened to it again. I'm like, and you bump it in the car. I'm like, dang, wow. I like that song, uh, Jungle, off the album. Oh, yeah, I like, um, uh, what was that one song? Uh, Six God, uh, Six Man. Um, what was that one song where it's like, it's just because that's like when you listen to an album, bro, you just be listening to every album and I mean, every song on it, but you don't me, like, okay, yeah. so that's probably a me and you thing. There's yeah. a lot of people out here aren't like, but I'm an album person, yeah. like, when an album come out, I'm listening to that whole, whole album. dang album because that is a collection, that's a piece of art. And people don't, so many people don't do that, they just add song, add song, and I'm like, you're missing all this, like, because I'm also not the type to like the popular song the song with the star beside it the yeah. song that first come up when you type in the artist name like yeah. no i like the shit that's below all that that's deep in the album that nobody else is really knows about that's what i like so the albums yeah. that i can listen to albums on repeat all day yeah and it's just like it's just like it's just songs that resonate with you it's not really about just sounds like oh just trying to be edgy and stuff like oh well you like this song well guess what i don't like it i like this song like it's not like i'm not with that it is like there's just certain songs that i vibe differently with like like i didn't understand why people hated the whole drake project i haven't listened to it the whole drake project yet however i have listened to the song with 21 savage and i've had it on repeat like forever but that song is literally the odd one out of the whole album yeah yeah that's not the whole album is literally way different that one song yeah he was like okay i'm gonna give y'all you know a, a regular drake song but yeah. it's it's so far out of the album so and that's good honestly you need to switch things up zoe like dude take it from me i dropped a whole 12 track mixtape and everything there's some songs that it's just i didn't even want to do like, the whole love song, I thought that shit was corny and cringy. It took me so long to write that. Because I was like, how do I even do this and everything? It's just like, but I just had to go with a certain thing. I just made a list of things that I would like to see in a in an actual lover. And that's just what I put into it. And people love that song the most. How and I'm like, uh, uh, what? How'd it go again? Uh, no, don't make me sing it. No! I will not sing it. Look, check the mixtape out, y'all. You got to check it out. Ego Trip. I'm not. I'm not performing anything. I'm in. I'm in podcast mode. I'm in asking questions and listen type mode. You know, it's just. It's just that song is so cringy to me. I'm so, <laughs> every time I listen to it, I'd be like, yeah, that, that sounds kind of nice. And then other songs, I'd be like, I'd be like, why did I even do this? Like, it's just like. But then people say they love it, and that like, you especially love the part with the voicemail at the end. And, you know, you thought, you <laughs> yeah, thought it was voicemail. A Always like a good voicemail at the end of a song. Yeah, I'm gonna do that very often. No, a lot of it. Right, I'm gonna start blowing up your phone. No, seriously, do that. <laughs> I, I I reckon it. Please, please, you be you be doing me a favor because it gives me more material to work with. Yeah, I literally had to make, drop it in a, in a group chat and everything. Say, yo, can someone please send me a random voice? <laughs> <laughs> And then it just yeah, I remember you saying that. <laughs> no, seriously. So it's like to know that you actually love like that part, and I somehow made it happen. Cause it's, I just visualized it. I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if I put a voicemail at the end of this song? How could I do? I can download the MB3, and I can just up send it to like the, the producer I'm working with, and they can just right. sew it yeah, at the end. And I even had to look up the whole phone ringing uh, uh, one. Yeah, sound too. I did that also. Yeah. And everything. So it's just like yeah. So you actually like that love song on that track on that you know. Yeah. 
And it was like the odd one out, basically. Like that was like the only song of its kind. Everything else was just either like really, you know, trap trap type stuff, and other stuff was just like really, like low. Oh dang, I'm going through it type stuff. Right, you know, really gonna have that. You know, that that uh, what's it called? That soft ballad. What is that called? Yeah, soft ballad. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. I you had a better name for it than I did because I was just like I just say okay, I need to put a love song on this and just to balance stuff out. Because it's just like, once you're introducing yourself as like an artist and everything, that project isn't going to reflect everything. But like, you know, all the stuff I'm going to put out in the future. But, you know, it's good to be versatile. And that's what Drake really did. It was be versatile in himself. So house music, do whatever you want to do. If you like it, if you listen to it. If you don't, don't. But if like, you know, it's just like, you, you know, I just feel like ha- you should have the mindset of having an open mind. Because what you like now won't be the same what you like like five years no, now. No, definitely not. Everybody goes through their like music phases. Okay, I love asking people this. What is like, what have you been listening to a lot recently? Like an artist or like a song? Like what is, you playing music, what are you jamming to right now? like this week i mean well to be honest it's from my workout playlist a lot you know because it's just like i want to keep my heart rate accelerated here even though i'm not working out so like upbeat that's what you've been on yeah because it's just like i have planned to visualize myself working out again like back to back like i'm still trying to give like uh, once i once i drop this stuff into my account that's the first thing i'm gonna do is really just uh go to planet fitness and restart it because i got my shorts and my hoodie and everything and (laughs) everything (laughs) yeah i'm ready to go i already have my shoes and everything it's just now it's really just a matter like i need to get on amazon and get like some new earphones and everything um it's like the jbl ones this time because i mean the ones i had i don't know where the thing went with the stuff uh the thing that charges the ear i don't know where it went i was on the bus one time and i never saw it since so i guess it's on the bus um and it's just like um it's just stuff like that because like once you visualize stuff like that it's just i feel like it helps me build discipline and just everything else i want to do like uh now we're in july and everything and i'm pretty much getting on doing this whole podcast thing like this is episode 80 and i'm trying to make 150 more and more likely um which i feel like it is like if i just keep going and everything but at the same time i still have to have that fire inside the drive to do like to do that and make sure these things happen i even my other goal dropping 50 songs you know it's like you know it's just i don't know how i'm gonna do it but i'm trying to figure out how i got all the beats in the world and everything but it's just it's just funding the projects and uh really uh you know that and really like really getting out there and making the connections to cause i just got in contact with one dude he said he could hook me up with a studio for free just for free but now i want to stick with the same studio i've been with because it's just like he knows like you have a pattern set up but he's started this new job so there's not a whole lot of time left so it's like there's more dilemmas and everything but i still have that mindset that whatever issues i'm having i'm gonna like seek out and still rectify it and still make it happen rectify. so yeah, yeah, or something. If that's the right way I'm using that word. Rectify. <laughs> Rectify. <clears throat> Sorry about that. But it's like, yeah, we've been speaking about a whole lot of those matters in regards to Drake and Beyonce. But if we had to step out. What, okay, but what have you been listening to? What you said a, just like upbeat workout kind of music? Yeah, like I literally, like, like, I'm, when I'm telling you, <laughs> when I'm telling you upbeat trap music, I'm saying. Okay, like, yeah, that's what I listen to when I work out too. Yeah, like, yeah, upbeat like trap music. Like Meek Mill and stuff like that. But it'd be like mm-hmm. all in like a soundtrack, like the Creed 1 and 2 soundtrack. Oh, I downloaded, 
I downloaded both of them soundtracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the Mike Will made it and everything. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's just I've been really bumping it in my car, and I'd be like, also that one Reason too. I've been bumping a lot of Reason lately. There's these two songs. It's like it, it, that's what sucks about me getting into a new artist. I really like once I listen to really one song or two songs. I like it's hard for me to move on to the next song because it's like I don't know. It's like the Reason I think favorite nigga is like one of my is one of the favorite songs, and the other one is uh what was that other one um the story they told something like that it was something like that but it was just the beat about it and like the way how he was rapping over it was yeah, just like if if yeah. the beat is good if the beat is my kind of beat i call it chemo type beat yeah. <laughs> then i'm all in for it yeah man it's a feely type beat beat it's also toasty toasty type beat it's also toasty, yeah, yeah. extra toasty <laughs> yeah. type beat very very crispy very heavy with the trap very heavy with the vibes and right. everything. Definitely heavy on the vibes. Yeah, yeah, no, for serious, for seriously though, it's just like uh um like just the other day, like at night, really also time can also do something like that too. Like in the early in the morning, I wanna be up be a song when I go to work and everything. So you listen to stuff like that, like, oh yeah, I'm about to go to work, gotta put some work in. Or I'm about to go to work out or go for a dog, I gotta, you know, raise my heartbeat to actually be more motivated to do things than at the night where it's like well, the sun's coming down, you wanna just vibe and like just kinda chillax. Mm-hmm. Like I was listening to Boz's the bump. You know, you know the bump uh project that he had four yeah, songs yeah, on yeah 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 it's, yeah yeah it's like oh, playing with me yeah, yeah like it's just something about that song like listen to like stuff like that like the isaiah rashad mcjeekins boz type or schoolboy q type vibes at night and everything they're like a chill 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 yeah. type vibe and everything but and we had to go to like how hip-hop is changing and everything again and everything uh because i know we were just touching on that and everything um um, like where where do you think it could be going in the future and everything? Because I know they kind of p- try to push this whole house music stuff and everything. And who one knows? Ha- yeah, who knows? It's like that f- futuristic episode of SpongeBob. Oh really? <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> They're like, okay, we're going on the house music. This is the future. Oh yeah. Everything's gonna be like this now. But honestly, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know if I can like if you can set trends on music to, okay, it's finna be like this, it's finna be like this, you don't really know, so. And I'm never, like, a sucker for, like, the newest thing out right now. Mm -hmm. Like, it has to be some good shit for me to, has to be some good shit for me to like some shit that everybody else is liking. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not one to just, like, hop on board with, you know, what's hot right now. So, I, I don't know, I can't even say. Yeah, man, I mean, that's a very um, transparent answer to give and everything, because it's just like, you know, because it's like, I feel like I'm at a crossroads and everything, where it's like, yeah, things are kind of like, it's hard for me to get along with, like, it's always been hard for me to get with, like, the newest trends, because like, once you're in your own lane of what your genre is, from the J. Cole, the Drakes, and everything, their camp and everything, you're kind of just stuck with that. Like, I was still listening to Schoolboy Q. When was the last time Schoolboy Q, like, dropped something? Yeah, I know, I'd be listening to him, <laughs> but... I wouldn't say, like, stuck in my own lane. Like, I don't know. I switch it up sometimes, but I feel you because yeah. when I listen to something new, like, whatever I'm listening to now, like, it's new to me-ish, but it's still kind of in my realm. Yeah. It's not hard to find new interest, too. Like, since, like, Drake did the whole, like, UK drill type stuff and everything, 
or UK type vibes. You you do dwell deeper into style, and that's like I really like that genre now. Where it's like I know artists from UK. Like I would never thought I would have. Yeah. Like one of my favorite artists, Morrison, and everything. Mm-hmm. You don't even know who that is, and that's mm-hmm. all right. But it's like he he's like this is one rapper and everything from UK and everything. Once I heard like this one song, it's like like Bad Boys and whatnot. He was in Zimbabwe and everything, just like out there, like this one white boy in Zimbabwe just rapping, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, he's just chilling out there. I thought that was cool, and then you realize he was like a, a gangster like they be having like uk gangsters and stuff like that right. like it's like what are y'all trying to do y'all trying to like like i don't know like like do fraud off tea or something like that i don't know it's just like yeah the price is not pricing today <laughs> <laughs> it's just i don't know i don't know what crime would look like in that circle over there because it's just like because it seems like so polite like they don't even right. have guns they're, they're too fancy over there they're just way too fancy and everything like it's just, i can't imagine civil unrest right in that degree but it's like but it's just it's really really gritty with that and everything they're just making such good songs and stuff like that and i'm like wow this stuff is just like our stuff like like ass shaking and everything and crime and everything yeah, but I it's more the eloquent UK is yeah. definitely very similar because there's a lot of uk artists where they sing or they rap and you you don't know because of like when they sing or rap they don't have that accent anymore mm-hmm. some of them do some of them don't yeah but it's like even when the ones that have, have a heavy accent and everything it's like you know it's like wow they make words rhyme that i didn't even realize would rhyme how they would say it so it's like it was just this <laughs> is pretty cool but it was just like i just think that's cool that like we can still like find other genres that we like like whoever thought that Lil Nas's ex is just like that country song that he did would blow up so much to the point where he makes right. so much money. Like, so I even spoke about this on another episode. Like, bro, like, people are so pissed out. They probably saw that one beat and thought it was like the dumbest thing ever. And then this guy pays like $25. Right. And now he's right. <laughs> he just now he's out here making bands off of it. Not just off that, but he has like other songs too. And yeah, everything. But, you know, that was, that was the one that blew up for him in the 2020s. <laughs> he's already a decade defining artist. Shaking my head. That's what I'm doing, shaking my head. Whether people like it or not and everything. And I just be like, wow. It's just like, that really gives you hope that's like, really, all it takes is one song. All it takes is one thing. One song, one getting in contact with the right people, and everything else would be like, good for you afterwards. So it's just like, that's another thing that motivates me for real and everything. But it's just like, I know you're more more interested in things like 90s hip-hop and everything and early 2000s and stuff. Uh, I mean, so like, so yeah, like, but not, I'm not like specifically that only. Yeah, yeah, I know you're not specifically, but what what do you think worked or clicked back then that just isn't clicking now? <laughs> I know we didn't live through those time, but it's just listen to the art based on the art. Yeah. Um, you can take your time. What just worked thin but doesn't work now or just anything in general that you just liked about it well like i said earlier about how i guess the words were more authentic Mm -hmm. the stories were more authentic it seems like it was more storytelling Mm -hmm. kind of vibes than just talking about some shit which i mean you know there are a few storytellers out there now Mm -hmm. yeah but like it's more laid low mm-hmm. oh yeah no yeah it's just i can feel that what i like about the early 2000s is that even when they did have their storytellings and then they had their party music and their turn on music like they music. they knew exactly what they tried they ate the assignment basically on all spectrums they, they understood the assignment yeah they understood the assignment a lot better where it's just like now it's just like people kind of half-ass the stuff like you have your little zams 
and like you know they talk about you know just being on drugs and i'm like why is yeah. that why is that always your subject matter yeah but that's you know for the sad the sad boys they need that yeah but why is it so trendy to be sad like don't you want to like it's okay to be yeah. sad but like process it and get through it just not like yeah. you're right yeah. instead of just putting it on display and being like yeah i'm a sad boy yeah and it's just like i don't know i don't want to be that type of person that kind of shit on a genre because it's like you know like everybody likes no, what they we, like I mean, we're not shitting on them you know yeah i would say juice world is a sad boy but yeah. shit he still got some bangers yeah, no, for real. And then Excess and Tassian had a sad boy songs too, yeah. but it was like those more versatile things outside of that. Like it's just oh, like yeah. I feel like people are just stuck in one lane and they just can't never get out of it. Like like Lil Pump never revitalized him. I don't even think he wanted to. Like he just wanted to just make those songs like Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci yeah, Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. How do you stand in the studio and just say Gucci Gang like a bajillion times and make money off that? And I'm like, why do people do that to people? When well, they gas people up and everything and that's all they have to show for like when you see like artists like j cole or kendrick they had to be hungry like when you listen to their earlier mixtapes and everything even drake too and everything to really like get to the position they had they had to really prove themselves that they were capable of being worth that investment right and it's just like you know it's just like even like music it's a business thing too you can't just be like just like bullshit around all day and then just like expect people you know like when i step into the studio i'm using words that people ain't never heard of i'm i'm trying to pick out intricate beats and try to figure out the right hooks that work whatever yeah. and even then it feels like man i could have done better right. you know i mean but yeah. That's how artists are, you know, you're always going to be your biggest critic. And I definitely struggle with that a lot. Struggle with knowing my worth as an artist. Mm. I always say, I only see my work how I see it. I don't see it how everybody else sees it. So that's why I always enjoy getting feedback. Mm. And everything. So it's like, yeah, it comes to feedback. But it's like, we can be talking about stuff like that all day. But let's talk about the more fun side about rap and everything like us going to dreamville fest two times consecutively hey high five let's keep it up let's go all throughout the decade let's do it until they do the last one let's right. do it. no for real though Definitely. it's it's just like but like what does dreamville fest mean to you and everything and like you know like the experiences and like the fun and everything <laughs> the experiences and the fun it's just so fun <laughs> <laughs> like this year was just so much fun like Better than like, the first year, right? Oh, so, like, I would say so much better, but, yeah, definitely better than the first year. The fact that it was two days and not just one day, yeah. love that. Like, you can make it, like, a trip out of it, not just, okay, one and done. Like, no, seriously. It really becomes, like, that little park right there definitely becomes your home for two days while mm. you're there. And it's just a good time. And it's good because... It's like music kind of geared toward what we like. It's yeah. definitely more of our kind of vibe. And, you know, Dreamville is definitely, you know, there's people who don't really rock with it. It's not really their vibe. And that's fine because it's all for us. Like, we yeah. we love it. But what does it mean to me? It's just... It just means like a good, it's a good time. And just, it's just, this is a fun memory. Just fun memories, good vibes. And like I said music being more like cued for us and like 
having a whole weekend of it of that kind of genre and stuff yeah man and this this year was kind of tough for me in the beginning so it's like for that being like the first like thing good thing that was going on was like dreamville fest right. and like me doing the whole group chat thing and everything other yeah, people for us cool. to do yeah to do the whole group chat and then us meeting in person yeah. we've been talking for days before the uh, whole thing and it's like wow you're a real person right yo, you exist. <laughs> no seriously and then it's like they still talk to the group chat from time to time and i follow them on instagram mm, and everything nice. so you know it's just it's just it's just stuff like that you know we look through each other's stories it's fun especially in a big like that place was packed packed with so many people people. but i feel like what one thing they need to do they need to add more fountains you know for fountains as in like something some way to get more water around the area for free okay yeah find a good way because we can bring our own water like now that we have now that we're at a position where we're at right now i feel like we can plan a little bit more ahead and by then like we'll all like pretty much be I feel like I did pretty good. No, we did pretty good. Year, but every year I'm like I'm like I'm dressing more comfortable and more comfortable like every year. That's my biggest thing is I like I'm dressing more comfortable, but No, seriously. But I prepared pretty good. No, yeah, sure. We, we, you think we should bring blankets maybe to sit on and everything we want to? But we're not going to be doing much sitting because we're going to be running. I mean, from the, we oh. did sit sometimes, but I don't mind sitting in the grass. Like that'll only be useful if it's like wet out there, but I don't mind sitting in the grass. No, seriously, the food is hella expensive. You want to just bring a lunchbox next time? You can't bring food and drinks in there, though. I thought somebody brings some Bojangles, bro. Uh, I think there's a way around it somehow. I mean, yeah, you can definitely finesse it in you somehow. But, like, okay, imagine you you finna finesse dinner and carry that shit. Carry I mean, that, find <laughs> a way. Carry that I mean, shit in your crotch. It's, it's not a weapon. Like, what, what do they say? I mean, I don't know. What can they say? Yeah, but... I, I mean, mean, it's I mean, expensive, but that's how it'd it be, you know, any festival, any... Bring a whole stack of Little Caesars pizza just be like... Right, like, we'll just frisbee it over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get somebody to catch it. Yeah, I don't know. I be trying to imagine myself performing at Dreamville Fest. Like, I'm trying to manifest it. So it's just like, I'm always mm-hmm. trying to see if I can work hard and everything so I can be able to get to that point and stuff of that nature. I could see myself, like, really, like, performing there. Okay, then do that. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to work, man. I'm trying to put my work in. Okay. I'm trying to hit my goals. I'm trying to see you put that work in. No, seriously, for sure. And everything you want to be in my music video, we can set that up and everything. You can just be in the background like shooting gun hands. Right. You ain't got to be having an actual gun, but just like be pointing with the finger right. and be like, be like, bra, bra, bra. <laughs> stuff like that. Stuff like but, that. But I'm not pushing stuff like that. I don't, I'm more of like, my vibe is like, it's like all over the place. Not all over the place, but like, you yeah, know. We me, can get down with a lot. Yeah, it's just like I can have like an ASAP type vibe or Isaiah Rashad or freaking Mick Jenkins type chill vibe and everything. That's what I'm trying to push for like this one project. I'm thinking of like uh, the next, my next couple projects, I'm naming them. It's like, it is what it is, sincerely. Um, oh, what was the other one? Uh, whatever, of course. Um, the Rediscovery, that's the fourth one. What's the fifth one? I'm thinking about doing one uh, called Ocean View and everything. Ocean View. Yeah, you sh- yeah Ocean View EP is going to be like an introduction for my whole Tony. The, Tony. The intro is going to be like beach waves in the background. Uh, actually, I was thinking it was going to be actually, it was actually like a, a tribute to Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. No, not San Andreas. <laughs> Vice City. Yeah, so it'll be pretty much pretty much touching a lot of those 80s thing type vibe, maybe trap vibes type stuff. Like to introduce my whole like rapper song of Tony Versetti and everything. You know, Tommy Versetti the character and then Tony Versetti me. Rest in peace Ray Liotta who actually like voiced Tom, Tommy Versetti in the game. 
And he was also in Goodfellas, too. That was another thing he did. Mm. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, that's was, that was some crazy stuff, man. So it's like, you know, with Dreamville Fest and, like, the whole group chat thing and everything. I, I, I'm i still trying to interview old dude that was with us, uh, Jay Ford and everything. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Jay yeah, Ford? I remember yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great that you remember him, too. <laughs> and now y'all are all in the photos. We, I really need to print out those photos and everything because I need to put that in an album now. We need to really put but that in an album. what I was saying about so many people being there, it was cool to actually have, like, a little... A little clique, a little group of people. You know, it's fun like that when you got a lot of people in that kind of environment instead yeah. of just like us. Yeah, and they were going to the clubs and everything afterward, but we were just, you know, we we're just kind of. Maybe next time we can join them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's. There's plenty more years. Yeah, no, seriously. As long as they having them, we gonna be there. No, seriously, we gotta buy our ticket as soon as it's open, bro. Because I always feel like it's getting more and more popular now. And I feel like it was yeah, getting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so I feel like it would get tougher and tougher to get tickets, so we really got a shoulder yeah, block to get them tickets. No, seriously, we in there every year. I would feel so hurt if we didn't, though. Like, this one year, it's just I'm like... going there, and I'm bringing the babies. We're going to make it. <laughs> no, seriously. Was, I saw a pregnant girl there, and oh, so cute. I love that. With all the weed smoke and everything. Yeah, that. Just like the pregnant women. I'm like, yes, girl. Show up to Dreamville first. Do you. Have that's fun. That's shit that I would do. Yeah, you would go to Dreamville. Of course not. It's nine months of your life. Why would you not have fun and everything? I just mean, like, it's cute. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how you see it. I, I just, oh, yeah, yeah, she's pregnant. She's having fun. Yeah. Y'all men. <laughs> I don't mean to I don't mean to be insensitive. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, that's cool, I guess. Like, I hope she doesn't It is cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is very, very... Very, very cool. But it's like, you know, my main regrets from Dreamville Fest was taking that edible. Because it's like, I, I didn't have to oh do that. Goodness. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah, we're going that deep. Because it's like, I was there, but it's I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I feel like the only... a funny moment. The only way... I feel like the only reason I even got home was because, like, y'all was with y'all. Because if y'all were... If y'all just... Dis- oh, we know. No, seriously. Because if y'all just would have disappeared out of nowhere, bro, guaranteed I would not get home. We know. We gotta be responsible. I don't even know if I would remember to even dial the phone right. I'd be like, okay, so it's just like... Oh, is it on? Is it on? <laughs> the phone's dead. I'm like, hello? Hello? Oh, wow, you're both... I don't know. Yeah. The police had to take care of me after that. And then oh, just, no. That would have been a problem. Why would just, just a little small piece like that? Dude, I thought I learned my lesson the first time, and I, and I did. Listen, I, it'd be multiple times. You don't, nobody just got one edible experience. It'd be, it'd be multiple times. I'd definitely be having my <laughs> few but experiences. Be, but I'd just be like, damn, like what? Like, it's just, it was a small piece this time. It don't matter. Like the last time it was like I ate the whole thing. That's it what messed it the up. Size, it's the potency. And yeah, you never know what the, that's what this should just be legalized anyway, cause this is now starting to ruin my life. <laughs> cause I was out there, I, I was even saw J. Cole perform and everything. I'm like, this is amazing. And I'm like, yeah, she's great too. But then there's a part of me that's just fucking terrified, like, dude, why did I even do that? Like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, there's definitely always that like little bit of paranoia, but you just gotta hush hush. You gotta shut those demons up. I'm just, I'm just not a pothead. I, I think that's what I feel like. That's what God is okay, trying to tell but... me. <laughs> You're just like you see. Everybody gets that little fear into them when they take too much. But I used to have fun with it when I was like in high school. Yeah, I mean, but now okay, it's just like, yeah, like it's way different when the first time like you do it to 
however however old you are now doing it, it's definitely different feelings. It's, it's very rare for me because it's like every time it's just it just goes from like when I was like when my first time was like, Oh wow, this is crazy. Wow, I'm having so much fun and now it's just like now I do it, it's like, Oh, I'm too old. Oh, why am I doing this? Oh I need to do something important. Oh, where's my birth certificate? It's just it's just <laughs> you start worrying yeah. about all types of stuff. Like adult self so starts crashing in. It's just like that's why it's like I wanna be I wanna work so hard that I can be at a comfortable place where it's like even if I do do it, it's like, okay, I got nothing to worry about. <laughs> like it's just like, well there's always something to worry about. And that's what's stupid about it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. And everything. But um, I know we're reaching that hour mark and everything. But I want to make the most of this episode and everything, you know, like with mm-hmm. and we ain't gotta talk about you and Taurus's relationship, but just just relationships in y'all circle from Okito to Marcus and then Juan <laughs> and everything. I feel like y'all are like a mini family now. It's just like I mean, y'all yeah. y'all could definitely see each other at each other's wedding for sure. Like that's just that's like in the cards mm-hmm. most definitely. Yeah, I mean that's how it'd be, you know, it's family shit when you don't see somebody for like a long long ass time and then you see them and like it was like you seen them yesterday you know what i'm saying like it's like nothing changed it's just all love and that's how it should be yeah that's like cool that's like such a healthy way because we live in a city bro where it's tough to even like keep consistent with friends bro like i feel like you do your most growing when you separate from certain people and everything and i had to separate my lord oh my lord but it's just like with y'all it's like yeah y'all still maintain like you know everything even with yeah. marcus taurus and everything okito yeah, you, you don't gotta name them. <laughs> yes i do like pokemon no. <laughs> like pokemon y'all the pokemon of friends okay yeah yes y'all should start a sitcom don't, don't call it that pokemon of friends so just call it Call it homies. Call it that. Yeah, call it homies. Y'all homies. Definitely homies. Yeah, and I just think that's so wholesome and everything. That y'all can, like, still stay connected and, like, just hang out so much. And y'all just grow up from, like, literally different stages. Y'all, like, through high school and everything. Like, I watch y'all grow into where y'all are and everything. Right. And everything. And it's just, like, I'm still trying to figure shit out in my life, too. But it's, like, to know that y'all have, like, y'all support system and everything. Even now with CD in it. And now it's just, like, you know. Right. Yeah, it's just, somebody, like. Yeah. And somebody told me one time. Like, why are we around the people we don't like more and we're not around the people we do like less? Does that make sense? No, no, no. That makes perfect sense. Because it's like um, we get so busy in life and we're hanging around people who we work with or we see day to day. And it's like those people aren't always genuine or the people we love. And then it's like the people we really love and got love for, we don't see them as much. And that definitely sucks in life, cause there's definitely a handful of people where I'm like, man, I ain't seen this person in forever. Yeah, you like, need to I, call them up. Right, like I hope they're doing good. I want to see them. You know what I'm saying? So that yeah. aspect of life definitely sucks. I feel like social media kind of like you know kind of ups the potency in that feeling too, because I feel like we see people all the time, and we might drop a comment and everything, but the vibes isn't there like how it would be like if you were like to hang yeah, out and call like, them. You know what I'm in, saying? I mean, social media is good in a way we can keep up to date with people we haven't seen, but also with what is on social media is not really what's up with us. Yeah. That's not really our situation and who we are kind of thing. So it's not really that. But yeah, there's definitely people I wish I ain't seen in a minute that I wish you can just kind of hit up again. Yeah. And everything. I mean, I definitely can. It's just like we 
we older now, you know. Mm-hmm. And like life, real. Yeah, life happens and everything. You know, I think Ziggy, one of my friends, y'all know you remember Ziggy and everything. He's coming yeah. back to Charlotte, I think, now permanently now, which I think is great. We could probably permanently do Permanently or not? Anyway. I, I mean, for like permanent, yes. more permanent okay. than usual, not like for visiting. He's going like, to be here. For a while. Okay. And everything. And I think that is so cool. I'm sure that is like, what? Because like, I'm thinking about leaving Charlotte pretty soon eventually either if it's late right. this year or maybe like next year or whatever it's just like it's whatever's in the cards for me you know whatever yeah, life life you know yeah it is it is very much up very much up and everything but there's just so many things i gotta do before i leave like i don't want to leave charlotte until once i got a couple bands in my account like i need to make that happen two i want to be able to perform one of my songs before I bounce because I see a lot of the people I interview they be performing and everything and I ain't got I be claiming yeah, I'm an artist definitely, I did see that you definitely interview a lot of artists and mm-hmm. that's what's up that's really cool so me getting on here I'm like who am I no don't say that <laughs> what I be, I even interviewed my grandfather I interview like oh, family yeah. members I'm about to interview my uncle George with like my grandfather's brother like tomorrow and everything it's just a conversation zoe and it's, that's the one that's the beauty about pro, pro, podcasts is just, it's just like you know in years time we're gonna look back at this and everything and really see like where we're at in life there's like a time capsule based right. on how where our thoughts were and everything and we're you ain't gotta say like oh you're, you're nobody now who knows you're gonna be fine then i'm not nobody but you know yeah it's just like you know i it's no it's okay to be like humble and everything like you're not big but really though you're like you're like a super like cool person and everything i don't feel like you realize how much of a cool person you are because like so? dude it's like you get along with every well not everybody i don't know who else again <laughs> right but you, we don't get along they finna know <laughs> no but it's like seriously like it's just like like literally like you're like the capybara of okay like, that's new yeah you're very much like a car like a capybara because i have never heard you be for nobody have an issue with nobody you have you're pretty much chill with everybody you know it's just like to a certain degree and like that like right. but you're not like you're still private and everything right. i feel like that's like you know that's like such a good place to be in really to be honest because it's just like humble hustle humble hustle that's what she got tatted dude i feel so behind in tattoos bro <laughs> Taurus hasn't got one tattoo yet either. Yeah, and it's just like I just I, I gotta get a tattoo. I, I gotta y'all find somewhere. No, <laughs> y'all. y'all gonna get there one day. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm trying to figure out what could be the first like tattoo. I, I don't know if I should have it like zodiac base, anime base, or just get some basic like an Ara- Arabic tattoo. No, I, what the fuck? I think Arabic tattoo is all right. Okay, but no. No, it's okay to start basic because you don't want to go okay, something crazy. Should, I feel like getting Arabic. Tattoo, I feel like that's so not you. I like Arabic stuff. What? I like Arabic stuff. You don't okay, think I do? You, has, I feel like you have this whole big heritage. Love Liberian. Whole, yes. Yeah, that comes later. Yeah, I'm gonna dedicate my whole arm to that. But it's just like just to start off, just to kind of get used to it. Let's pick something. It's just like okay, uh, it's something I can be like like 30, 40 years ago. It's like okay, I'm still that same person. And heritage too. That goes pretty much something I can't really shed off. Like, I already got ideas for, like, you know, our, our, the monomass tattoo and everything. And, right. and the Nimba County seal and stuff of that nature. Like, I, I already know. I know what you're talking about. It's not going to be the first tattoo. It's right. going to be added on over time. The best tattoos I'm going to save for They just over time. caught me off guard. I was like, oh. Yeah. Always start basic. Just to get a feel nah, for it. Nah, we not, we not basic around here. Of course not. Mm. Of course not. But it's just like if it's a new thing, definitely start off. So you don't want to start with your first gun with like a Tech Nine or a freaking AR fifteen, freaking hey, bazooka. Hey man, there's there's people out there that do that. Yeah, like they're usually getting chased by the Terminator. Like, I mean, are you Sarah Connors, ma'am? <laughs> no. 
Do you have any relation to John Connors or Sarah Connors? No. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to trying to find you. Uh, who? Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's people out there that do that shit. Yeah, sure, it's fine. It's okay to like have that attitude to go big and go home. But oh, that's another thing. What what do your tattoos mean to you? I mean, cause they can't see the tattoos. But what does getting a tattoo mean mean to you? Getting a tattoo. Yeah. Getting a tattoo to me when I get my sleeve, I'm just. That just mean I'm a dope ass bitch. Like point blank. Like I got a sleeve. That shit dope as hell. But what they mean to me, I mean, most of my main tattoos do have a meaning in some way for sure. Mm. But I just I'm really in for the arts and just like the dopeness of a tattoo itself. Oh, like really? I just love tattoos. Okay. As are definitely I- am gonna be yatted for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to get like tattoos all on my arms, on my chest, maybe some on my back. If I consider going to my legs, I don't know. It just had to take I'm some time. Like, I just imagine your mom hearing this. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, really?" We're talking about edibles for a while. It's like, I don't even think Mama had time no, to listen I to know, this. I know, but I'm just like, just her talking. You about tattoos? It's yeah. just I can only imagine. Yeah, she's very strict and everything. I mean, she'd be looking at mine. She'd be like, "Oh, is that a new tattoo?" And be like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> no, this is just marker. I don't no, know. But I don't think she mind that much about mine. She'll, she'll get over it over time. She knows what kind of spirit you are. You got I don't like. Think she will even get over. It. I don't think it. Just I just don't think she minds it that much. Yeah, I don't think she really minds it. Cause like our uncle has a tattoo. Like there are people in our family that got tattoos already. It's, right. it's a thing. Plus like and we have markings in Africa too. Like it's just like but it'd be more like scars and everything to block off to help armor, like armor type stuff. And even the ancient Egyptians had tattoo, but that was usually a yeah, sign definitely. of royalty. Definitely. But now it's just something like expressive. You know, that's how I see it. Like if I were to get tattooed, it'd be expressive of something like my interests, my likes. My aspirations, you know, things like that. You know, if I were to get yeah, some, same. it would get some. What mine are like yeah. interests, likes, aspirations, <laughs> meanings, <laughs> dopeness. Yeah. Whole lot of dope, no cocaine. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I think, would I have some anime themed tattoo? Yeah, but it would have to be very subtle if it's stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I definitely want me like a goofy ass, like funny, weird, random tattoo. Yeah, like some people get in like face of like anime characters, and that's cool. I don't want to shit on nobody for that. I would rather get something subtle that's like, oh, wow, what is that? Is that the thing from, oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I like things like that. You know, it's just like, you know, like something like that. Like, I don't know. It's just things that would just represent stuff like my ideals and stuff of that nature, you know, like my right. like my culture from the African stuff, my things like yeah, Egyptian tattoos, because I think those are pretty cool and everything. Mm-hmm. They represent regality, also from the continent of Africa. It's just like, would I get Japanese words? I don't know. If that'd be kind of point. I don't know what the point. I don't know what I got to do with Japanese stuff, but yeah. I do like anime, so I would have to go with like anime stuff, like or or like uh, maybe would I do certain cartoons? I don't know, like maybe Adult Swim. I, I think Aqua Teen Hawk Return. Aqua Teen Hawk. Yeah, that would be kind of like uh, I, yeah, that'd be goofy. I would rather get a shirt as opposed to like a whole yeah. tattoo. I I had a really good shirt. That said, uh, motherfucker, bros. I don't know if you remember that shirt. It was. <laughs> you remember? I think so. <laughs> I don't know where that shirt is. I'm depressed. Like I was just. I'm depressed. I don't know where it's at. I'd be look. There'd be some of the coolest, dopest shirts. It's probably somewhere in the dark somewhere. And I'm just like, right, should I get another one? Cause at least I know where it's at online. So I'm happy about that. So it's just like, when I really start making bank, 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 
I'm almost I'm almost right. start getting like cool funny shirts like like that's like, what you finna invest in. Nah, 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 that'd be one of the things. But I want to get more clothes. Like you see all the clothes I've gotten now. Like uh, I've gotten and everything, and it's just like I want to stack up that. You know, I want to get more clothes. I want to look like like nice. Now I'm 24, 25. This is my mid 20s. You know, I'm. A, right. I'm about to reach my late twenties. I'm I wanna be on some boss type stuff, you know. Not some boss boss, but I'm just like, hey some boss type. I, I do what I want type. Boss as in B O S S or B A S? Um or both. Boss as in like uh employer. As in mm-hmm. like uh Rick Ross. As in um Clock as in like um I don't know, coffee mug saying a number one boss. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> 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 I don't even know how stuff like that can even be funny. Like she be laughing at stuff, and it's just like I don't even be like too serious about it. Uh, but isn't this funny? <laughs> What's funny about that? I thought that was lame. No, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> how was that funny? I want to hear from because you be cracking up over things, and it's just like I'll be like that. That wasn't really funny. Funny was it? Like, it was funny because it's like <laughs> everyone knows exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so specific it's just funny yeah yeah no for real um but uh like outside of interest in music uh what, what type of other interests do you have like cartoons what are your favorite cartoons <laughs> that's what you've been asking me i mean yeah we're going pretty much slowing into the end so i might as well just go deeper on what you like and stuff <laughs> so we gonna go deep on what cartoons yes <laughs> i know you like hey arnold oh yeah that og he's an og hey arnold a real ass motherfucker, if I will say. And your favorite episode was the one with the pigeon man, wasn't it? No, Stoop Kid. Oh, Stoop Kid was your favorite? Stoop Kid never leaves a stoop. Oh, yeah, and then everybody started to mess with him. Yeah. No, one episode I really like is oh, when... Oh, fuck boy. <laughs> one thing I really like was the episode when Eugene lost to a girl and everything, and then like made it seem there was nothing <laughs> to be ashamed of. about hate Arnold. Yeah, well, just for a little bit. It's like one of there. You know they got all that in Keenan and Kel on Netflix now? Love Keenan and Kel. Got it all on Netflix now. All the episodes is on Netflix. They had Coolio doing the. Mm, yeah, <laughs> love that. You know, Nickelodeon was so dope back then. Like they had a rap artist singing. Like they had like um oh that one group uh what seven o two uh doing like that one show um cousin Skeeter opening. Yeah, we're Nick Nickelodeon whatever. All the kids shows are definitely not as cool. They were just so conscious about like putting hip hop artists in this stuff. Or like cousin Skeeter's just, like I'd be like dun 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 it's just <laughs> Cousin Skeeter's theme song opening, that was cool, but it's just like so like you prefer Nickelodeon over like uh Cartoon Network and Disney? Mm, yeah. I'd understand that. You seem like a Nickelodeon type person. Right. I definitely give yeah. Nickelodeon vibes. Yeah, no, seriously, slime like fantastic over here. <laughs> Very slime, slime set with it for real. What's yeah. up with it? That nigga, nigga, nigga. Like it was like a gang. It's like nick, 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 nick. Slime talk over here. <laughs> <laughs> slime talk or no talk. Uh, I'm definitely repping the Cartoon Network types uh, mm. bands. You know, them black and whites. You know, gotta represent. Although they're mad corny now, along with a lot of other channels now. Right. Why does nobody try when it comes to making cartoons? I feel like it just it once it makes like one banger, it's like just that. You know, mm-hmm. it'll be like with Adventure Time, a regular show. It was just those two, and then it was like Rick and Morty. After okay, they both I have a ended. question for yeah, you. What's up? What's your question? What, um, what's a good movie that you've seen recently that you really like? 
a good movie that I've seen that I've really liked. Recently. Damn, that's hard. Because the last movie I've seen in theaters was the Doctor Strange movie. Oh, yeah, and, it was, and it was, it was, it's on streaming service now, but it's yeah, just like, how, how do you feel about it, about that one? I like it. I like it. But I don't know. There's something that's just never giving with the Doctor Strange. I like right, Doctor Strange. He I fuck he with Doctor Strange. He's laying it down. I feel like he does he he does his best when he's on a team. I feel like that's when he feel like that's when he's like he's his most important. Like with the Avengers Endgame and stuff. I could see. And then it's just like the whole Spider Man stuff. Like they were very integral part. Whereas like in his own movie, it's like I don't know. There's some. It's something missing. I don't know what's missing. I don't know. I like, disagree. Like it's like they needed Scarlet Witch to be in that movie in the second one because it's just like to be like the main villain and she was like a hero. But I like that movie. Yeah, yeah, I liked it too. I thought it was great. Crazy how they got Mr. Fantastic and Professor X. Oh in yeah, it. that was crazy. And, and then Black like, Bolt. Whatever his name, who played Mr. Fantastic. I'm like, why y'all do that to him? But uh, I like Scarlet Witch as a villain. I thought she was cool. And I'm like, man, why can't y'all just let her have her kids? <laughs> to be honest, it really wouldn't be that much of an issue. It shouldn't be that problem. I mean, should it? I don't think it should be an issue. Okay, but yeah, the whole point was like they didn't want to sacrifice that girl because she like knew how to travel the multiverse. And that was like a hard thing to do. Da, da, da. But, you know, I like I like all the trippy aspects, yeah, the yeah. universe. He's yeah. definitely different, you know, I would say higher elevation kind of hero. And that's what I like about I f- it. I feel like Rick and Morty does it best for some reason. I don't know how, but the way Rick and Morty does it and how Doctor Strange does it, it's like, I don't, I feel like I'm expecting too much from So Less because it is a movie. But at the same token, it's like, you know, it's just like, you know, I like the concept of like multiple Doctor Strange being showcased too. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, But it's just like, you know, I hate this sense, like, they feel like they can't do, like, certain things, you know? Like, they could, like, come on. Scarlet Witch can, like, made a whole city and, like, freaking put it to this, like, trance, like, you know, like, reality switch. And it made her kids exist. You mean you can't, like, do something to kind of make her kids exist? Right. Like, you can't grant a wish? Like, you're a freaking... <laughs> you can't do that? Like, you can't make one... Uh one universe her reality i don't just make the kids exist that's the only two things two people make them exist what's the problem you had a whole dead body of doctor strange just hanging they could have a universe where their their mother passed away and everything that's what i'm saying like they could have done something something i fuck with it regardless i fuck with it too but it's like there's just so part of it's just like dude come on like what was the conflict here for you you couldn't do some magic shit yeah, that's it, what I'm saying. Like, why can't y'all just give her her kids? Yeah, it's just like set the limitations to something I can understand. Because like once you touch in multiverse stuff, I just think like, dude, there's just no way you can't lose with something. Like, cause it's just like, you know, you could really open a universe or something where like, you know, the the kids lost their mom. It's like, oh, we did another mom. It's like, oh, what mom's still alive? And then it's like, oh, right. the end. That's it. Yeah, she basically <laughs> fucked it all up. By being too overly obsessive, and it's just like I get that she just fucked her kids up, and and then yeah. in the end she just blew up, or the building fell. She did. Is she dead now? Yeah, she's dead. Mm-hmm. But, th- but they never confirmed it. I don't know. I mean, I'm. It's Wizard World. I'm sure she's somewhere. But you see, you see where I'm coming from with it. It's just like it's so hard to really just get into. Like, what are the dangers really? Like, if you yeah, can. I mean, it's definitely deep in our over our heads for sure. 
Yes, yeah, the main villain is Kang the Con- the Conqueror. I think that's the person. <laughs> Kang the Conqueror. He he was in the he was in the Loki show. I don't know if you watched the Loki show, but he was like he was like that one black guy, and he was like the bad guy. But he was it's like a show. Yeah, it was like a show. Loki, Loki got his own show. Like you need to catch up with the series. Did you even watch? Wa- this? I don't really watch shows. That's okay. Did you watch Wandavision? Um, no. Okay, that's then you probably don't understand. See, in WandaVision, this is the lead up to Multiverse of Madness. I know y'all be knowing the whole Marvel cinematic plots layout, and yeah. I just be I just be along for the ride. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, just saying. Yeah, I liked it, but but that's what drove her in this movie. Like literally, like she literally turned a whole her whole life into a TV show, a literal TV oh, show. I see, okay. Yeah, I and mean, then, I'm I mean I'm familiar familiar of, with yeah. it, but I ain't watch it. Yeah, but he, but it was like she had this whole chaos magic thing going for her, and she could make certain things happen, like her kids existing, like you know that's what I'm saying. If there was like just a little bit of collaboration between her and Doctor Strange, they could have given her some kids. They could have given her some kids. They could have done something. <laughs> they could have done something to compensate. Given her some kids. I just feel like they're a bullshit in the whole movie, and it's just like I don't want to be that guy to just be like overly critical. It's just like come on, man, like right. Sorcerer Supreme, not much Supreme, you know, like. <laughs> I go to Taco Bell, I get a Taco Supreme. I don't get, I get the freaking, <laughs> I get the. I get Supreme, the, the t-shirt. I'm just saying you brand. get, I mean, you get things on it. You get the tomatoes and the sour cream. You right. get everything that makes it Supreme. His kind of Supreme isn't Supreme. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> kind of giving a sorcerer giving intern to me. Like, sorcerer intern? You're interning the, sh- the hell out of this job because it's just like, well, how do you not know what, what solutions to things, you know? Right, you're Doctor Strange. I get it in that part, that point. Yeah, but... Like, the Asian guy was a Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, I feel like he's doing a better job. And Doctor Strange wasn't? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, because he was gone for five years. Oh, yeah. The snap, the snap. They're, yeah, they're the still, snap. I remember the snap. They're still trying to... Five years is a long time, Zoe. Yeah, it is. Very long time. Definitely. I was a different person five years ago. You're, you're what? I was a different person five years ago. Was I a different person five years ago? Heck yeah. You really think so? I feel like I'm the same person. Like, oh I've always gosh, been the same person. No. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I feel that way, but who knows? Um, but, okay, we already reached, like, the the hour and 20-minute line. Okay, what would be a good way to end up with this episode and everything? Um, oh, uh, yeah, what, what's some stuff that you do professionally? And why, why do you like that? <laughs> That's a whole another episode right there. Okay, we'll save it for the third season. All right, that's it for episode 80 of the Mental Threads podcast and such. Um, is there anything else that you want to say, uh, Zoe King, to uh, the audience that are listening? No more bad karma. No more bad karma and screw Roe versus Wade and stuff. You can't make laws about women's bodies. Like, we should have spoke about that, too, but it's just yeah, like... That's- definitely a whole nother podcast yeah but that's just so stupid like dude who just sits we down not, we're not even gonna get into it we're not even gonna get into it we've already gone into a lot of stuff okay <laughs> next time next time on the mental threads i never say next time on the <laughs> 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 yeah, but okay but that's somewhere it down the line <laughs> somewhere down the line next time on the mental threads podcast number one podcast in the world put that on a coffee mug all right uh, that's yeah very much period exclamation mark no commas um or semicolons uh yeah that's it for the mental thoughts podcast episode eight eighty
Sewn in, sewn out. There, that's it. Bye. 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 <laughs> Ow. Oh, my back. Okay.